Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of The Emma Gunn Show and a midweek instalment of Bullet Points. This episode is something of a continuation from last week's Bullet Points, where I talked about that feeling of stress and this gear we can sometimes find ourselves stuck in of making things harder than they need to be. And as if by magic, I think I stumbled across something that can really help. And that's what I want to share with you in this episode. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So are you struggling to shake off stress? Does everything feel a bit harder than it needs to? Well, this is where I found you last week, or where I found myself, I should say, realizing that somewhere along the way, I had learned that talking about stress and appearing stress said without words what I wanted people to understand. It was not saying, please be gentle with me. It was wordlessly communicating not to ask me to do anything more or to be compassionate if I seemed snappy, disorganized or overwhelmed. I'm not saying it's all an act, of course, it's not, but it is indicative of lacking the skills to be able to adequately communicate one's needs and wants. And that, my friends, is something I think we should interrogate in another episode at another time, perhaps in greater detail. But for now, in this mini show, this little bullet points, and because time is against me, because I'm rushing out of the house to go and see Arnold Schwarzenegger at the Royal Albert Hall this evening. So you can insert me jumping up and down, screaming in a fluster, because this is very exciting, chest bumping, cheering the whole lot. I'm very, very excited. Yes, it's a big room, but I am going to be in the same room as Arnold Schwarzenegger shortly. (laughs) Anyway, however, the sentiments of last week's bullet points lingered in my ears, and I realized that this inability to communicate, so appearing as stress, to hopefully express what I was feeling so I didn't actually need to say it to others it's a bit of a convoluted route but there we go meant that the work and therefore the change really did start with me but this habit of feeling stress seeing stressful situations before they happen etc is so deeply ingrained that truthfully I had no idea where to begin to even try to untangle or undo or even free myself from this way of thinking it's something that has been hardwired into me in the way that so much of the way that I work has been hardwired into me throughout a 20-year career. Then much like much like last week's realisation, started with the quote from James Clear that I saw in Emma Story Gordon's feed, I stumbled across a tweet from the podcaster and author Tim Ferriss, and it read thus, now if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know I'm a huge fan of Tim Ferriss. Um, I think he's absolutely fantastic, I love his podcast, and I think he shares very, very helpful tips and tricks, and here we go, here's one of them. The tweet read, what would this look like if it were easy? Followed by, if I feel stressed, stretched thin or overwhelmed, it's usually because I'm overcomplicating something or failing to take the simple slash easy path because I feel I should be trying harder. Old habits die hard. And there it all is, what I've just been trying to communicate in one nifty little short 140 character tweet. What would this look like if it were easy? If I feel stressed, stretched thin or overwhelmed, it's usually because I'm overcomplicating something or failing to take the simple slash easy path because I feel I should be trying harder. 
like I said, dear listeners, that's where it is. That's what re- it got me in the gut. I thought, yes, you're absolutely right, Timothy. It's the fine layers of complexity that are applied over every decision that ultimately has the effect of making things harder than they need to be. Let's take this podcast, for example. Back in 2016, I thought about starting a podcast. Truth, it was probably the end of 2015, but there we go. It wasn't until April 2016 that I published the first one. But when I came up with the idea, which would have been around 2015, I started asking a few friends what they thought. I canvassed opinion, and most of them, truthfully, had reservations or gave extremely good reasons why it wouldn't work and why my time would be better spent pursuing my freelance writing career podcasting was new no one understood it won't people prefer to watch you on youtube which was huge at the time what does a guest get out of it you don't even have any followers like come back in a year when you've grown an audience and then maybe we'll have a conversation like it was all very negative truth be told but i did it anyway but truthfully i don't think i've ever relinquished those reservations or what they the impact they had on me which was just to feel like a bit of a knock And admittedly, I did share some of them at the start. I did think that some of them made complete sense and maybe it was a bad idea. But even though we're nearly eight years in, eight years, listeners, can you actually believe it? Eight years. Thank you so much. I still carry the weight of those comments from nearly a decade ago. So taking Tim's advice, what would this look like if it were easy? Well, I wouldn't care about those reservations anymore because enough time has passed. Most of the things posed as objections turned out to be untrue, false or or completely unfounded. But in a weird way, they are still lingering in the background like shadows. So to hell with them, to hell with them. We've got enough data now, and you know I love data. We've got enough data now to know that although they were fair and valid things to bring up, they don't mean anything now. They've lost their meaning, so let them go. Or to give another example about making things harder than they need to be. This morning, I woke up at 6am and I went through my usual routine. You know it by now, but it's the NMM lozenge. I listen to the headlines, I have my coffee, I meditate, and then I get ready to exercise. But somewhere during that particular good morning routine, and I forget at which point, but I got a text message from someone I was supposed to be meeting in the afternoon saying that they they couldn't do it anymore. And it was, they, they weren't feeling very well, so it made complete sense. But it just meant that I ended up having my entire day open up because I had planned to go into London around lunchtime for a lunch meeting, then have this meeting and then go and see Arnold Schwarzenegger. Have I mentioned that I am seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger this evening? So I knew exactly what I was going to do. I had uh, enough time to do a few things in the morning, then get ready, go out and have two meetings and uh, go to Arnold Schwarzenegger with Mandy Hickson, who was on the podcast a little while ago, the fast jet pilot. I'm so excited to go and see it with her. Anyway, to go and see him with her. But essentially my entire day was freed up because I spoke to the person I was having lunch with and I said look I'm now going to have a five-hour gap between this and my evening thing is there any way you can budge or can we reschedule and she was really she was like fine don't worry I can't move so let's reschedule which is fine but it meant that I went from having half a day working from home with half a day in London to a whole day working from home and an evening in London and so immediately as I'm getting ready to work out and putting my gym kit on I'm like I think I should film some content. I should film a video with the concealer I got at the Longcom launch yesterday. I should do this. I should probably organize that thing. Oh, I could maybe fit in some fashion content, charge the battery before you go out for a walk, blah, 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 blah. And I started putting all of these tasks into this 
huge, what I felt like free time that I just won back, if you like. And by suddenly finding a full day pretty much at home with no rules about how to spend my time, my instinct was to put the pedal to the metal and start thinking about as much as I could ram into these suddenly available hours as possible. And actually, by the time I finished getting ready, I was in a real spin. I felt really stressed. I felt like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day. And this had all taken, I swear, maybe five to 10 minutes to go from, I know exactly what the day is going to look like, to suddenly making the day feel incredibly overwhelming. Even then, even then, I remember at the end, even though I was beginning to realize this, I was thinking, oh, I've got a giveaway. I've got a discount code for Living Proof products on Sunday that I'm going to publish. So actually, this is now maybe I could film myself doing my hair with it and then that works really well. And then I could tease and I just made it much harder. So you get the point. I just increased the stress factor and gave myself an absolutely whopping to-do list and felt overwhelmed by it almost immediately. It's why if ever I'm looking at the diary and it just says like two hours to do something, it feels completely overwhelming because I would, I would rather not have, I'd rather not have the instruction. I would rather think like what's achievable as opposed to you've got two hours to do this because my brain just doesn't communicate very well. Anyway, all of that's to say is as I was in a spin, I remembered the Tim, the Tim Ferriss tweet. What would this look like if it were easy? I had created this feeling of stress being stretched thin and overwhelmed because I'd taken something that you could look at as fortuitous, like suddenly finding more workable hours in the day, into a suddenly tight scarce and had to go at full speed opportunity to do more in one day than was actually reasonable without any proper preparation or thought. So what would it look like if it were easy? Well, it would look like going for a walk, as I had always planned, while listening to Britney Spears' autobiography. I'm 10 chapters in, people. Interesting, fascinating. I will share full thoughts and feelings next week. It would mean cooking my favourite brunch of poached eggs and wilted spinach, because I have only eaten on the go recently. I have been out a lot. There have been lots of things going on. And I don't feel as though I've actually sat down and prepared, or prepared, sat down and enjoyed a meal in such a long time. And that's one of my go-tos. It would also mean going through all my unanswered emails, which have been staring at me and sort of judging me uh, silently for a few days and getting back to everybody in a way that's appropriate. It would mean tidying up the diary and making sure all the meetings I need slash want to happen are in there and that anything that isn't that I at least make a plan to get it in the diary. It would mean taking the time to record this episode and then it would mean sitting and planning all the stuff I'd intended to do when I decided I suddenly had all this free time. And if I actually had time to do any of it today, then great. But if not, it was always going to happen on another day. So the fact that I had sort of in a second decided I could all cram it in today was nonsense. So Tim is right. There's such a reflex to feel I should be trying harder, but I'm going to consciously try as hard as I can to appreciate that I'm trying just the right amount. And hopefully that weight of could be doing more or rather should be doing more will stop feeling as though it's crushing me because a little bit like the data from eight years of the podcast I also have enough data of being in paid employment and now self-employment to know that when there is work that needs to be done I do it and I do it in a timely fashion so I don't need to it's almost as if the way that I plan my diary or the way I plan my to-do list is as though I'm going to somehow screw it up and I think I've got enough data to know that I'm not going to do that. And if I do, that's just going to be a great learning curve that we'll talk about in another bullet point, <laughs> bullet points episode. Anyway, so can anyone relate? Just trust me, try the what would this look like if it were easy on something that's feeling stressful, tough, impossible, difficult or overwhelming today and see if it works for you. What would it look like if this were easy? Maybe it's that you would say to whoever you're working with, 
what's really going on that you feel it's too much or maybe it would look like saying actually that deadline I've given myself is way too restrictive and it's adding a layer of stress that I don't need I'm going to extend my deadline or whatever it might be what would this look like if it were easy because I think that just asking yourself that question shifts your perspective on it and even if it's not a massive change that you need to make it allows your brain to make an appropriate change that does relinquish some of that pressure and you know what you can do you can try it and then you can come over to the Facebook group and you can tell me how you got on I am now having a much less stressful day that has been very productive I hasten to add because I stopped, I, I got myself out of the whirly gig of making myself very, very stressed this morning. And I'd be curious to know if, if you try this, if that's how you feel. If you find yourself stressed or overwhelmed and you just stop for a second and say, what would this look like if it were easy? Has it changed? Has it made a difference? Please come over to the Facebook group. The link is in the show notes and let me know. If you're not already a member, please join. You have to answer a question and agree to the forum rules, but that's, it's just a click and a click. So please just let me know. I think it would be really interesting to hear from you and find out if this has worked for you too, because it did definitely or has definitely, if not worked brilliantly, it has definitely shifted my perspective and allowed me to approach things with a slightly different effort and energy that is no less productive, but is much less stressful, which let's face it, is delightful. I'm so happy. Um, the link to the Facebook group, as I said, is in the show notes, but you can also get in touch with me on Instagram where I'm at Emma Guns. I'm also on Twitter. I can't get around to calling it X. It just feels weird. I'm also on X. Mm, doesn't sound right. Um, where I'm at Emma Guns is where I saw the Tim Ferriss tweet, but I think he also did post it on Instagram as well. Where else am I? You can find clips from the podcast and vlogs over on YouTube. Again, the link is in the show notes and you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. And genuinely, I love hearing from you. I love it when we all chat in the Facebook group, but I know sometimes people are having their own sort of battle with some of these things and they like to have these dialogues with me privately. And that's when you can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. And that's where we have some nice chats as well. So please do stay in touch. Please let people know about this episode if you think that it might be something that they need to hear. If you're a manager, maybe it's the kind of thing your team need to hear. Um, And let me know how you get on. It's always a real honour and a pleasure to spend this time with you. I'm off to go and see Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm so excited. Um, I, if you're not already, you'll see some content on that on Instagram because there's no way I'm not going to try and capture the mood, the moment, the myth, the man, the legend. Uh, I will do my best from my seat, which isn't as close to him as I would like, but hey, I mean, I'm not a gazillionaire and those tickets were not cheap. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you on the next one. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.